Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're seeing what we can learn about the nature of God, the character of God. And we're going through the Psalms, Colin, day by day, and we've reached Psalm 84. I think this is a favorite with a lot of people, Psalm 84. Um, Again, we have this wonderful combination of the transcendence of God and yet his closeness, his imminence. And it begins with a a great heartfelt prayer. Uh, We were saying yesterday um, that, yes, there is prayer in the Psalms for every particular situation. But, you know, it's not just that we pray, but it's the heart with which we pray. I think the intensity uh, of our own personal involvement in our prayer so that we're not just praying words, but we really are praying from the heart. And here is a wonderful sort of prayer of the heart. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home and the swallow a nest for herself where she may have her young. A place near your altar, O Lord Almighty, my King and my God. Now, isn't that wonderful, you see? Because when we think of the nearness of this great transcendent God, we think of him coming to be near to us in the daily circumstances of our lives. But this psalm is very prophetic, really, because it, it, it opens up to us what is going to become possible in due course through the ministry of Jesus, through everything that he does, that we can be close to God in his glory, Yes, even now while we're living on earth, that we can draw near to him. As the writer to Hebrews said, we can draw near to the throne of God with sincere hearts and in full assurance of faith. So it's as if the Lord Almighty, my King and my God, is drawing me close to himself, close to the throne, close to the altar, really, the place where I can sacrifice, give my life to him, and say, my life belongs to you, Lord. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful psalm. Blessed are those whose strength is in you who have set their hearts on pilgrimage. Yes, and uh, they are always praising God. He is their strength. And in verse 8, hear my prayer, O Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, O God of Jacob. Look upon our shield, O O Lord. Look with favor on your anointed one. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. O Lord Almighty, blessed is the man who trusts in you. And that's the thing, you see. If we trust in the Lord, we are blessed. And the Lord does not withhold anything from those whose walk is blameless. So there are lots of well-known words in in this psalm. 
you know, better one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. But you see, that's true. Just to spend a day close to the Lord is far better than to spend a thousand days uh, apart from the Lord. Um, it's better to be a doorkeeper in the house of my God. It's better to be doing some minor work of service in the Lord than to be off uh, dwelling with the, the wicked, doing things that are grieving the Lord and unholy in his sight. It, we all have this option, you see. Uh, I always say to people, well, you have the relationship with God that you have chosen to have. If anybody feels that they want uh, a closer relationship to God, then they can do the things that are necessary for that. They can read the word, they can pray, they can get before God in repentance and know his forgiveness. They can surrender their hearts and lives to him more fully and their life will be deepened and then they can reach out and touch the lives of others with his love. And you see, it, really all this is a matter of choice. And uh, the Christian life is really making the right choices day by day. This is really very contemporary, isn't it? Because everybody's looking for satisfaction. And the psalmist here is suggesting that the ultimate satisfaction is spending time with the Lord. Now, many people say, well, how on earth can that be? Surely if I'm rich, I'll be happy. Or if I'm healthy, I'll be happy. And yet our newspapers are full of rich, wealthy, well-known people whose lives are in turmoil, one divorce after another, uh, one uh, conspiracy after another. Uh, I mean, it's, it's all negative. It, it, it's just a big lie from the devil, isn't it, that wealth will give you happiness. Uh, wealth gives you a lot of material things in this life, but it can't give you eternal life. It can't give you a relationship with God. It can't give you the deep-down satisfaction of knowing that you have fulfilled the plan and purpose of the one who created you. So in these verses, are we finding here the clue, the keys to contentment? We're, we are being directed all the way through the Bible uh, to the fact that man has been created by God to have relationship with God and can only find true fulfillment in that relationship that outside of relationship with God, there is no true fulfillment because God's plans and purposes are being thwarted. He wants us to know him. He wants us to love him. He wants us to serve and obey him, not, not for any other reason than the fact that this will make us so much happier and more contented and fulfilled than living in any other way. And because of his great love for us, that is what he wants. So better is one day in your courts. In other words, if we have, if we spent one day with God, that we can live off that for a very long time. Well, uh, you you can, but I mean the the much better thing really is is just to build up your relationship with Him day by day. It's not necessary just to have an intensive time and then uh, to forget the Lord. Um, for a thousand days and then come back to him again. I mean, some people live like that, but that's not very satisfying. No, the thing to do is to have an ongoing, stable relationship with God where you give time to be with him, to, to read his word, to hear from him, 
to hear what he's saying into your heart by the Holy Spirit, to pray for those uh, whose life you, your life touches, um, and, and just to know that as you surrender yourself into his hands, he is going to lead you, he is going to guide you, he is going to fulfill the plan and purpose that he has for your life because he is the Lord who bestows favor and honor. Now, th there's a wonderful, wonderful truth there because the amazing thing is that we don't deserve anything from God, but he bestows favor, he bestows grace, he gives to us although we don't deserve anything, and he goes beyond that. He doesn't simply give us what we need in terms of forgiveness and, and whatever blessings are needed to fulfill our uh, our daily requirements, but he wants to honor us. And Jesus says that the Father honors those who serve him. And I, I, I preach on that quite frequently these days, that God wants to honor you. And the way for him to honor you is by you serving him. He, he honors those who serve him, not just to live for yourself, not to forget God, not to to be on the periphery of of his plans and purposes to be but to be right at the heart of what he is wanting to do uh, you know it's a wonderful phrase isn't it the lord bestows favor and honor it means he gives to those who deserve nothing and yet he even honors them i think it's wonderful and then the the last verse of that psalm O Lord Almighty, blessed is the man who trusts in you. I, that, that really is a, like a personal testimony for me because I feel as I look back over my life so far that I have been so blessed. But I've been blessed because I've trusted the Lord. Now, even that trust in the Lord is a work of his grace. It's something that through his love and grace he has worked in my heart. And I'm just profoundly thankful because, you know, there is no better life than to know Jesus, to love him, to serve him, and to know that his blessings are just poured out upon your life every day. So you know what it's like to have favor and honor bestowed on you. Oh, I feel that every day, you know. I think, dear Lord, I deserve nothing. I know that. And apart from you, I can do nothing. Yet you just show me so much favor, so much grace. You honor me in so many wonderful ways. And, of course, this is the true for every Christian because he's honored them by coming to live in them by the power of the Holy Spirit. He's honored us by giving us eternal life. He's honored us by giving us the kingdom. He, he's honored us in the forgiveness of our sins, the healing of our diseases, the answering of our prayers, uh, the fulfilling of our needs. Everything that he does in our lives is on the one hand a work of his grace and favor and on another way an expression of the way in which he wants to honor us. And I often feel, Lord, it's, it, it, it's me who needs to be honoring you and yet you honor me so much more than, than I am able to honor you. And I suppose that that is the way it has to be because God is so much better at doing things than we are. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 